Western Australia Our spirits in the land We help each other All the time This is Julie Matheson from the Western Australia Party and you're listening to Meet the Candidates for the WA State Election 2021. In this interview, I asked Terry Sharp and Councillor Kieran Noonan from the South West region what they hope to cover in this election in 2021. Terry is standing for the South West region and Kieran is standing for Bunbury. Welcome the both of you. Thank you, Julie, and welcome to you. Thanks very much, Julie. It's great it's, to be here. Yes, it's so good to have you here and you've come up for this special podcast so that we can learn more about the Southwest region. So um, I'll start with you, Councillor Kieran Noonan. How long have you lived in Southwest and why did you become a councillor? Thanks, Julie. Um, well, I've, I was born and bred in the Southwest. I know up and Narragin, that's where I grew up. Um, I've lived in Bunbury for the last 20, 25 years and um, it's just a wonderful place to live. Um, I'm very fortunate to live on a five-acre bush block out at Jalora, which is just south of Bunbury. It's a beautiful area. And the reason I became involved in local government was because of my concern with the current plan that the current government has to build the Bunbury Outer Ring Road through the suburb of Jalora. Um, the environmental damage that that will cause, the economic damage, um, and the the sustainability problems that that road will have, the safety problems that that road will have, um, the fact that it doesn't provide, it doesn't actually meet so many of the criteria that the road was initially designed for. So things like a railway, um, and uh, and and there are, there are other issues. So that's why I got involved in local government. Mm. It's so good to have, you know, dedicated people like yourself, uh, Kieran, and also you teach the students in the southwest, which is which is so good. It's good to have somebody who's well connected to the area and also teaching the children. And uh, Terry, tell us about, you know, your um, your living in in the southwest and uh, and your photography. But before I say that. Let's talk about Port Hedland just briefly. <laughs> I just thought about that and how we met at high school in Port Hedland. And wow, what a journey. Oh, you're not wrong. Who would have thought uh, so years later we'd be down here doing this? Uh, yeah, look, Port Hedland was a fantastic childhood, I guess I could say. The freedom, um, uh, the landscape, um, and the opportunities that that offered, I guess, parents at the time, because as kids, we really just kind of went along with the ride. Um, I just, I loved my time in Port Hedland um, and the freedom that it offered me. Um, and when I came down uh, and ended up being a student in Perth, my parents were still up there. And a two-year trip to Port Hedland ended up being a 22-year stay for them. Uh, but I always remember Headland very, very fondly. Maybe I'd think of it differently now, being an adult, but um, I certainly would love to go back. And you can't get anything further away um, from the Port Headland experience than living in the southwest, I think. And um, I've been lucky enough to live down here uh, for 
just on 30 years of my life uh, and eight years um, of my childhood was in Albany as well. So 38 years of my life in the southwest and I feel um, a deep ownership for this region because of that. Mm. And I have loved some of the photographs that you've taken of the southwest. What made you get into photography? <laughs> Funnily enough, I um, I went to uni and did um, a Bachelor of Arts degree for um, visual arts and uh, I never actually finished that degree because I kind of got a little sidetracked with life. But um, I've always had a deep respect for nature uh, and, you know, when you when you live in the southwest and you're, you're amongst the beautiful forests and the wonderful ocean and, and lakes and rivers, uh, you, you can't help but look at it uh, through the eyes and appreciate what magnificence you're surrounded by. So what, what moved over from drawing and painting uh, went to photography um, to record some of those images that I wanted to paint later on. Uh, and then, of course, living in a region uh, that um, offered me so much opportunity to be out there in the open and uh, I, I just picked up my camera and just went out and it sort of became a bit of an obsession, I guess you could say. Mm. So recording those incredible pictures and um, and nature, you know, you, you can't ask for a better subject really. <laughs> yes, that's right. And you've taken a beautiful photograph of a black swan on the beautiful <laughs> water and it's, it's a favourite with everybody in the West Australia Party. We've used it on lots of our brochures and the area of the southwest is being letterboxed with one of Terry's most beautiful photographs of a black swan on the blue water. So um, over to you, Kieran. What have you been doing during the COVID-19 in terms of travel and holidays? Well, we've, um, we've mainly been uh, around Bunbury itself, um, but occasional trips down to places like Dunsborough, which is just a beautiful coastal area. Um, they've got their own problems and own uh, issues down there with development so it's you're always conscious of you know some of the problems that that the current government is either neglecting or that they're actually causing as a result of the development decisions that they make but Bunbury is just a wonderful place to to live to raise a family um, and to have a holiday so we haven't really had to venture too far from home. Mm. I, I too had a holiday in Bunbury during the COVID-19 lockdown in terms of not being able to go interstate or overseas. So, And yeah. I really enjoyed the Bunbury um, hospitality. It was really nice. And what about you, Terry, holidaying during COVID-19? <laughs> uh, yes, yes, definitely. Um, a couple of my favourite spots being uh, the Dreandra Woodlands and also Bremer Bay. Um, and as Kieran rightly says, you don't actually have to go very far out of our region to find something spectacular to um, relax in. Um, I felt very, very lucky um, that we in Western Australia were still able to get out into nature and appreciate what we had around. It's very grounding and sometimes in times of stress and trouble, there's nothing better than going outside and walking and being amongst the trees and, and the water. And um, I think it's it's very good for you, definitely very good for you. Yes, highly recommend it. So, Kieran, what made you join the West Australia Party? Well, Julie, um, my experience as a counsellor um, brought me, and, and uh, as one of the friends of the Jalorup Corridor, 
um, campaigning to try and preserve this very unique, very special section of bushland. Um, it, it brought me to uh, a greater awareness of how local government works and becoming involved in local government. Um, and then also seeing things, how decisions that we make uh, are often hampered by or controlled by things that occur at the state government level. And really um, one of the real problems that we had was the lack of response from some of the local members of parliament to issues that were raised by the Friends of the Jalorup Corridor and also by the council, by uh, Capel Shire Council, where um, main roads in particular would have a, a plan, and it's a 40-year-old plan, but because that's it, um, the way they did their study, um, there, were, there were failings in, in the way the study was conducted. Um, it was really very much a case of... Um, positioning things so that a foregone conclusion could be reached. And, uh, and so that frustration with that process and frustration with the lack of response from various different members of the government um, led me to make that decision that, you know, I've got to stand up as well and campaign for this as well because it's just simply so important. We can't afford to lose um, the you know, the environmental uh, features, concerns that are there, and the economic features, you know, the, the basalt that is going to be buried by this Bumbriata ring road, there's 13.7 million tonnes worth of basalt which the road is going to, to bury. It goes um, over, over a, uh, like a bridge between two quarries and underneath that bridge, 13.7 million tonnes of basalt which the Bunbury region, Bustleton, up to Mandarin, Rockingham, we're going to need that in the next 80 years or so uh, for coastal mitigation, for you know, increased problems that we'll have with uh, sea level rises and, and increasingly violent storms. So very poor decisions are being made currently based on 40-year-old plans and the current government has shown no inclination to to look at the reports that their own government has made, their, their own departments have made, saying that, you know, we're going to need coastal mitigation and yet the leadership in the government, in you know, the Labor Party, is doing nothing about it. Mm. Yes, and that's, I think, you know, the West Australia Party has shown a lot of support for these grassroots campaigns and we have done a lot of work in uh, local areas and in local government. In fact, we're, we're the only party that's really pushing for local government reform and, uh, and, a, and a parliamentary inquiry into the WA Planning Commission and all of that that goes with it. So, um, yeah, thank you so much for being a candidate of the West Australia Party. We really, really appreciate that. And Terry, why did you join the Western Australia Party? Mm. Now, now listening to Kieran, um, I can certainly concur with everything that he said. And um, my appreciation of nature, obviously, through my photography, um, has evolved uh, into this. 
um, when I see what is going to be happening um, within the Bunbury region, and then I realise it's not just Bunbury that's suffering from bad decisions that are being made uh, and governments that don't actually listen to community. Uh, there's very, very uh, a lack of um, any consultation of, of any significant meaning. Um, I see this being repeated throughout the whole of the southwest region. And in fact, I've been following quite a lot of groups from further north of Perth all the way down the south and around the coast um, that encompass the southwest region um, of the Legislative um, Council. And they are fighting their own battles. Um, and it just made me feel that, you know, is there any politician out there willing to go and listen to what communities are saying, what science is telling us, what conservationists are telling us about what's happening uh, in the world. Um, the government seems to be so focused on unsustainable development that it's actually forgotten what keeps us alive. Um, the grounding that we need back into the environment and nature and, and to protect the amazing biodiversity that we have across this region. Now, I know there are other parties that their main focus is on um, the environment. And I'd like to think I'm a little bit more than just the environment. But if you don't have the environment, then you don't have everything else either. Um, there's so many issues that I've spoken to people about. Uh, health services, um, emergency services, police, um, infrastructure for roads and maintaining community roads. Seeing as there's a lot more tourism that's coming into the uh, southwest, um, there's a lot more upgrades that need to be done. And the government seems to be incredibly focused on getting people into regions uh, to holiday, but they're not actually looking after those, uh, those places uh, in the sense that grants and funding uh, seems to be getting less and less. And these communities are actually struggling to service the community that they want and that what they need and what they deserve. Mm. So um, it's a greater issue than just obviously Bunbury. You know, the whole Southwest is suffering uh, in various ways from, from a government that is not meeting their needs. Thanks, Terry. Yeah, that's okay. Yes, it's very good. I think all of your topics are, are so strong. And Kieran, did you want to add something about, especially the hot topics about Bunbury and all the broken promises about Bunbury? Did you want to say something about the broken promises? Yes. Yeah, thanks, Julie. If I could just pick up on something that Terry mentioned. Um, she mentioned the frustration that we have with governments who don't appear to listen. And... Um, you know, we do have, there have been some very good representatives who've come out. Um, from the Labor side, Adele Farina has been a, mm. a tremendous uh, campaigner. She comes out, she listens, um, and she does what she can. She lobbies within the party to try and uh, get things happening. However, um, Adele has been dumped from um, the, uh, the Southwest ticket. Uh, for the upper house, and she's been replaced with Labor veteran Alana McTiernan in the second spot. Now, Alana's obviously very experienced. She's been in politics for a long, long time, but she comes from Perth. She uh, lives in Perth. She's, you know, might have a holiday home down in Albany, but um, she's been the mayor of Vincent. 
she's um, this this is where she comes from and um, her focus as uh, the agriculture minister has caused some consternation throughout the southwest with projects like the buoyant up sale yards that she's just put the kibosh on. Now the reason why Adele was dumped was because um, Adele had the audacity within the Labor Party to actually stand up for the region that she represents and to argue, um, for example, in the Jalora uh, Corridor case, that you know that there were better alternatives, more environmental um, alternatives, and so on. And so, for for challenging the the position that the party, you know, the party position, um, she was dumped from the ticket, and uh, and Alana moved in, and the effect of that was to open up a safe seat in Perth for Pierre Yang. Now, the, the Labor Party really needs to be able to answer why it has done that, and in particular why the left wing of the Labor Party has, has uh, taken to the right wing of the Labor Party. So there's internal politics going on there, which um, the tragedy is that, that the people who really suffer are the regions, particularly the southwest region. We lose a, a voice. We lose a voice for, from the southwest um, with Adele coming down, sorry, with, with Alana coming down. Uh, you know, it's a voice from the southwest which is being taken by Perth. And, and that's a problem, you know. That shouldn't be happening. Yeah, yes. It's sort of the, the big parties do take care of their um, their long-term party members, uh, which is very disappointing because some people may not have been, in, you know, lived in Perth or Western Australia f for, for that long but still deserve a voice yeah, and, uh, and an opportunity to be heard. Yeah, and they've, they've in effect silenced anyone within the party, like Adele, who has had the, the temerity to speak up representing her region but speaking up against the you know the official party policy mm. yeah. and that's certainly something that the West Australia party would not tolerate we like all of our candidates to have uh, grassroots representation all of our policy is based on the best interests of Western Australia and not based on party politics or ideologies from the eastern states and a lot of the major parties, their ideologies have come from the East, like forced infill, like lots and lots of population. All of that ideology is not good for Western Australia. Our economy is not based on selling coffee and property to each other. Our economy is based on a wide, diverse, uh, safe and secure group of uh, resources agricultural, farming, technology. We want to bring back manufacturing to Western Australia. But the ideologies from the East is all about lots and lots of people selling coffee and property to each other, and it's very disappointing. And, and the irony is that we've got such an enormous state. It's an enormous state. It's big, bigger than, you know, so many countries around the world with... Mm with far greater populations than, than all of Australia. And yet there's this obsession, particularly within the Labor Party, that uh, Perth has to grow and has to, we have to 
um, pile people on top of each other into apartment blocks and uh, apartment blocks and shoebox size apartments um, because that's progress. You know that we're we're really we should be looking outside the metropolitan area. We should be looking at developing Bunbury as the second city, looking at developing Albany, Geraldton. Um, you know, Kalgoorlie, all of the, all of these other cities around the state, where regional development, you know, should be occurring, but which have been sadly neglected by the Labor government and and the Liberal government. Yeah. I would have to say, I think uh, the Liberal Party started this uh, forced infill ideology into Perth, and the Labor Party have taken the idea and braced it with steroids and yeah. off it's gone. It's yeah. just incredible how much damage it is doing to existing communities when communities around the state are crying out for people. We've got boarded houses, uh, boarded up houses across the state and the, uh, the current government doesn't seem to want to do anything about it. But I am very interested in hearing about the broken promises in Bunbury. Kieran, tell us about those. Well, one of the key broken promises that uh, that occurred was the when the McGowan government was elected in in March 2017. Just five months after that, in September 2017, Mark McGowan came down to Kambana Bay and uh, and said that the previous government's plan to to move the Department of Parks and Wildlife was uh, was not viable. That it was too far for the public servants to go into Bunbury to get a cup of coffee, and so that they weren't going to they weren't going to move down. Unbelievable. Now, that had been promised. Um, millions of dollars of groundwork had been started by the Liberal Party, and um, it was going to bring over one thousand five hundred people down to Bunbury, and it would have been an annual economic boost to uh, to Bunbury's output of of over seventy five million dollars. Which, which is an enormous boost for um, a regional city, but when you take that away, that that city is, you know, we're we're left in a, a situation now where if you go down the main street of Bunbury, there are over twenty shop fronts which are empty, and so Bunbury um, has had four years under Don Punch, who who stood behind Mark McGowan as Mark McGowan made that announcement that you know. We're not going to bring Depor down. Um, Bunbury has just languished under Don Punch's tenure there as the member for Bunbury. And Julie, another concern, you know, a broken promise that occurred that has occurred that's caused great consternation is the failure of the McGowan government to bring down the Department of Regional Development. It's still directly above the Perth Central train station. Also, the Back Beach Ocean Pool. We've got this wonderful, iconic quarry, which would be a, a magnificent tourism opportunity. Um, it, it won't cost tens of millions of dollars to to complete, but it's something. It just makes sense if you've ever travelled up and down the east coast um, of Australia. There are ocean pools all the way up and down that coast. Bunbury is ideally situated with the basalt that we already have there to build such a facility. Now Terry and I will be heading back to Bunbury 
after this podcast and we'd we'd like to jump on the Australian but unfortunately that's another broken promise from and a broken train so I hear yeah yeah. Yeah. they bring it back it works for a couple of days a couple of weeks and um, yeah at the moment it's currently back up on blocks so disappointing when there are so many people wanting the Midland Railway Workshop to reopen as a working museum and Trains like the Australian could be repaired and maintained at the Midland Railway Workshop for future generations to learn how to do how to build trains, encourage new jobs, new apprenticeships. I mean, there's so many opportunities, and the government has just lost its way on jobs. This, this is an, an embarrassing indictment of both the Liberal and the Labor parties over many, many years, over decades. You know, in in the um, since 2001, when most of the McGowan government ministry was actually elected, China has built over 30,000 kilometres of fast rail. 30,000 kilometres of fast rail using our iron ore, BHP, Rio, and Fortescue. Uh, together, they've got over 3,000 kilometres of heavy haulage rail. We're just looking, or we're just asking for the government to build 300 kilometres of passenger, fast passenger tra- uh, rail for trains from Perth to Mandurah to Bunbury and on down to Bustleton. You know, Bustleton should be, the planning for that should be happening now. Yes. So get on board, everyone. It's time to get this train rolling, get the Australian moving, make jobs happen in Western Australia. Thinking about going forward uh, and... If uh, our listeners wanted to hear more about the issues and the campaign for the South West, Kieran, how can they get in contact with you? Well, I've got a, a Facebook page, which is um, Kieran Noonan or Kieran for South West, because initially I was going to run for the South West, and so I haven't changed that, that Facebook page um, so that we didn't lose all of the, the previous posts. I've also got a website which um, which is Kieran Noonan for or Kieran for southwest.com so you can find me there um, yeah and also look for the fabulous brochure that you've produced and is going to, and have been letterboxing and is available online at uh, your website and Terry what about you how can listeners get in contact with you about Southwest well I've actually had a few people call me as a result of the magnificent brochure drop <laughs> and speak to me about issues close to their heart and um, I've also got a Facebook page Terry uh, Sharp for Southwest and I have uh, an email as well. Um, you can call, uh, email me at terrysharpforsouthwest at gmail.com. And I have a little Instagram page too. Oh, so, wonderful. Yeah. Very good. Well, thank you so much, uh, Kieran and Terry, and all the best for your campaign in the Southwest and in Bunbury for the Western Australia Party. And thank you, listeners. Please go to our website, Western Australia Party org.au for more policy and candidate information and check your podcast app for more Meet the Candidates from the Western Australia Party. Good on you. Thanks, Julie. Thank you very much, Julie. Western Australia Our spirits in the land We help each other